Hello, folks, and welcome to the All Sports Best Podcast. I'm Trey, your host. Very, very thankful for you joining us here, checking out the show. You can catch us for more content on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Today's podcast is sponsored by our towels. We have golf towels available if you want them customized, if you want them um, just done with an All Sports Best logo, or if you're New Mexico native, then absolutely order one of those. They're really cool. You can check us out on the Facebook page and sometimes Instagram. I'll post that up on the stories. Matter of fact, I'll post that up once again today. Guys, today we've got plenty of stuff to talk about. TikTok's going away, so go and check it out. I mean, honestly, you can get a lot of cool stuff from that. If you haven't given us a follow on our social media platforms, that is one of the ones to do it on before it goes away. It's just really cool to be able to learn things from short videos and not have to sit there and look and browse through YouTube and it takes 12 minute videos. You know what I mean? Okay. The Rock is winning at life right now. We're going to get into why Russell Wilson is losing. Strongest arm competition might be coming our way in the NFL. That has nothing to do with Russell Wilson. $1 Holmes trying to get us away from uh, sports for just a second. What the heck? Devin Booker's clutch. LeBron has things to say. Plenty, plenty more on today's podcast. We hope that you enjoy. So without further ado, here we Go. Welcome to the All Sports Best Podcast. Turn up the volume because it's time for your favorite sports show. Your one-stop shop for sports talk. Three, two, one. All right, guys, you are on with the All Sports Best Podcast. I'm Trey, your host. Thanks again for checking out the podcast. We're starting off tonight's or today's podcast with the fact that TikTok has become so relevant in the United States and now it is going to be going away. I find this to be very interesting. Uh, yes, we don't want China stealing our information, our data, whatever it might be that has become such an issue. But uh, it is tough to say goodbye to yet another social media, very much so like Vine. Vine was a huge sensation when I was in college. You just couldn't like just get popular like you do on TikTok. Like, I don't know. Uh, ASB got over, I think, 10,000 followers on TikTok. And it's not even something that you really work hard at. On Instagram, I mean, you got to work your butt off. TikTok, you make a few good videos and you just might blow up overnight, which is a really cool, uh, it's a really cool feeling. It's also really cool that it can give businesses and uh, other people an opportunity to just kind of get some spotlight, you know, like just, Hey, I had something funny happen. I'm throwing this video up. Boom. It's big. And, uh, you, it's just something to talk about. It's just interesting. And, uh, for TikTok to be going away, it kind of stinks because I learned a lot of things through that. We learned some stuff on how to cook some stuff, not saying we didn't know how to cook before, but learning how to cook specific things. Some life hacks, that's probably the best thing you can get out of TikTok, and uh, that's going away. Anyways, going into sports, of course, the XFL now has a new owner, or has new ownership, The Rock, or I, should I say Dwayne Johnson. I would say if you are owning a league, your name is not The Rock. That's the entertainer. He's doing movies. He's doing WWE. XFL, new owner, Dwayne The Rock Johnson or Dwayne Johnson, and his partners, right? How much did he have to spend to buy the XFL? It's going to blow your mind. $15 million. I live in Carlsbad, New Mexico, folks. There is a house being built on the river for what is rumored to have been $21 million. That's a house, not a football league with moving parts and people depending on you. I found that to be extremely interesting, but let's be real about this. The Rock has been very successful as far as entertainment goes for the past, what would you say, 
25 years, 20 years. I mean, he has been absolutely relevant. He loves the sport of football. That's where he got his start. That's kind of where he got into being healthy, being fit, being strong, being huge. And then he moved on into WWE when football didn't work out. So he said that he wants to give football players more of an opportunity to make it, to get an opportunity to make it to the NFL or stay in the XFL and make a living, you know, for a few years, maybe even longer. Uh, playing the sport that they love. I found this to be really cool just for the fact that uh, The Rock has, you know, inspiration from his own life to help other people out. And uh, and he can make money off of it too. Don't get me wrong. $15 million and he didn't even spend all the money to put into it because he was a part of a group. Pretty incredible. And he's done a lot of cool things, right? Hosts of uh, game shows, movies. He's been on TV shows. He makes cameos. He's sponsored by Under Armour. I mean, the guy, name it, he's done it. And if you've seen the show on HBO that he's a part of, Ballers, he's basically doing just that in real life, the XFL. Crazy, crazy. All right, so I want to get into another guy in football. His name's Russell Wilson. You might have heard of him. Quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. Fantastic player, of course. Super Bowl champion and uh, former MVP. This guy had a fantastic season last year fantastic season and a team that only got better with Jamal Adams adding on to the roster but this guy he just I can't handle him addressing the camera especially by himself he went on camera you know what I can't even explain it I need you guys to hear it so here's a clip that I saw on Twitter that just blew my mind made me literally not be a fan of Russell Wilson Hey guys, uh, Russell here. Yes, the typical boring, yes, Russell, the robot Russell, the one you guys love to know. I'm real, real exciting. You know, I'm real exciting. Um, but anyways, uh, everybody has to have an alter ego, right? And, and I've been thinking about what my alter ego would be, and I, I, I think I have an alter ego. His name, his name's Mr. 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 Unlimited. Yeah, you gotta be unlimited. You know, you gotta have a thought process of being unlimited. So when people ask you, you know, what you're thinking about or what you want to do in life or where you want to go, you got to be unlimited. Tell them, I'm unlimited. You know what I mean? So when they ask you certain questions like, Who brings you motivation, Russell? Mr. Unlimited. Who, who's your role model, Russell? Unlimited. Who is your go-to person for advice, Russell? They think Pete Carroll. They think this person. think that person. Love you, Pete. But it's Mr. Unlimited, Tom. I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. Russell Wilson, dude. I mean, elite quarterback. The Seattle Seahawks have been one of the most successful franchises over the past, I don't know, eight years. And he's a big part of that. He's he's a very, very good at what he, he's very good at what he does. But apparently addressing the camera by himself, not such a good look. And I mean, I guess after you've had so much success, you just kind of feel that need to just kind of Get in front of people. Use your platform because you have it and just talk. But, man, there's sometimes where you just don't talk and you do. I mean, the guy lost fans. He lost me as a fan right there. I mean, I was just, it was brutal. Very bad. Worst of the week. How about that? Crowned worst of the week, Russell Wilson and his Mr. Unlimited. Wow. Strongest arm competition might be in the works. Patrick Mahomes said that he would be so down to do something like that. Uh, against Josh Allen, people are talking about Josh Allen has a better arm than Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes disagrees. And so he's one of the guys, I find this to be really cool because you can have so much success, so much money, and 
all the proof in the world that you are extremely good at what you do. MVP, Super Bowl champion, nope, not enough. I want strongest arm competition one as well and continue to bring those accolades towards me. Patrick Mahomes is a, is a true gamer. I don't know very many people that are better at what they do as as than Patrick Mahomes is and still wants to prove how much better he can be and continue to improve. I love LeBron. He's proved everything he needs to prove, but he would say that he was going to the slam dunk contest and then he would just decide, no, we're not doing it this year. We're not doing it this year. Never did it. And everybody wanted to see that, right? And so Patrick Mahomes doing this, he's got to go through with it. We got to see it. And all they're going to do is basically just do a throwing contest. Who can throw it further? Maybe five throws. See who could who could hit that mark that's just further. I would like to see it. Josh Allen has a cannon. Uh, he's a little bit... I mean, they're about the same age, I believe. And it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I would love to see it. And I think that they could make that into something that could even go further than that. Like best wide receiver, one-handed catches, uh, things like that. Just kind of stack on maybe 20 players and just have like a nice day not not the pro bowl day that's pretty cool but this would be like an absolute competition one-on-one who's better than who i'd love to see it i would watch it i would pay to watch it actually i'd probably pay like five bucks probably chip in five bucks for that how about that uh devin booker has now tied lebron james as active players with the most buzzer beaters with three and i think that when you read this stat you look at it and you go three buzzer beaters LeBron man he's not even that clutch he's been in the league for a long time Devin Booker's barely been in there we got to think of it this way LeBron James has some championships under his belt he's played at an elite level from literally the first year he was in the league till his 17th year I mean elite MVP you know conversation elite not he's good role play guy's been the star of his team since he since you can remember right and three buzzer beaters, that's it. Guys, things have to work out exactly the right way. You have to be healthy on the court. You know, you have to be down or tied with seconds to go with the possession. And the ball has to get into your hands. Not, you know, and I think that one of the things other people will say is, well, LeBron does have the ball at the end of the game in his hands and He'll pass it off, he'll make an assist, and he won't be the guy to finish it off and stuff like that. So what? Kyrie Irving with that sweet last-minute shot against the Warriors, it's one of the most iconic shots, um, especially in Cavs history, but also Kyrie's best shot ever. And that shot doesn't happen if LeBron's selfish and's like, no, I need to take that shot. Reporters are in my head and stuff like that. He doesn't let him rent space in his head, in his mind. So I am all for Devin Booker. This dude's a stud. He's going to continue to be a stud. The Phoenix Suns are looking good in the bubble, and I think that they're going to get better. But I can't say that, oh, well, he's more clutch than LeBron. Not true. Clutch doesn't always have to be my, you know, I'm taking that final shot. I'm hitting that last home run. I'm scoring that last touchdown. It's what do you do to make sure that that is possible? Being the best player on the court alone is clutch because – People are focusing on you. So if you get somebody else an open shot, I mean, Steve Kerr, you can ask him what he did for Michael Jordan, right? And nobody's talking about, well, Michael Jordan's not clutch. He didn't take that shot, right? I'm just saying. Three buzzer beaters, pretty cool. It's got to be an exact situation. Devin Booker's been in it more than a lot of people at a young age. 
and he's just come through. So good for him. Another guy that is pretty dang athletic and pretty clutch. He's been clutch for multiple teams. That's Carmelo Anthony. He slimmed up into the bubble. He goes. And Carmelo in the bubble has become like Team USA Carmelo. People are talking about it. He is much better than what we expected. And people didn't even expect him to come back into the league. I sure I sure didn't. I know he's a great shooter. Was he selfish towards the end with the New York Knicks? I don't know. I think they pushed him out. And then after they pushed him out, it was like, well, where do we, where do we find him next to where he's actually going to be good on the team? And then the Rockets made him look bad. And then... There's been other – who else was it? The the Thunder made him look bad. I mean, I just – now you see him in Portland. Damian Lillard's on fire. Then you've got to worry about, oh, crap. Carmelo Anthony's a really good shooter, right? I mean, that's that alone is, is enough. And, I mean, you've got C.J. McCall. He's not a bad guy, right? He's not a bad player. I mean, so Carmelo Anthony, my hat's off to you, man. You proved me wrong. I didn't expect him to come back, much less come back and be really good. And he's not selfish. He's not selfish. He's going to do what he's got to do. And he's getting those rebounds, man. That's the coolest thing about him. He's go, he goes out, gets those rebounds. He's talking. He's getting in people's heads, too. So that's pretty sweet. Believe it or not, the Miami Marlins started out the season 6-1, and one, top of their division. And, yes, I know we got games discounted off, right? The Braves uh, had a – they're like a half a game behind. But they have – what is it like? Seven, six more games in because the Marlins had to stop their operations, postpone games or cancel games or whatever because of the coronavirus and things like that. But they're still going by winning percentage. It's not just, oh, they have more wins or less losses than somebody else. You guys have to keep that into consideration. You can't just think, oh, well, that's, you know, that's not fair because they had less games. It's not how it goes. It's, it's still winning percentage. And the Miami Marlins may be one of the teams that you think not going to be in playoff talks not going to be in even good baseball talks and so for this to happen I think that this is exactly what the the, what baseball needed this team had the coronavirus that's not what they needed but what they needed was a little bit more of that uh you know spontaneous winning streaks right those spontaneous the Miami Marlins being good the Philadelphia Phillies being good even with the star power they have those teams are extremely valuable because they bring more eyes to the game. If the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Cubs, and the Dodgers are always good, great, good for them because they've got the biggest fan bases. You're going to keep your fans there, but we want to see other teams do good. The Toronto Blue Jays, the Pittsburgh Pirates. If they're good, then you catch more people in those cities that go, hey, this is cool. I'm going to start watching them. They're really good, right? And so I think this is a great thing for baseball when a crappy team turns out to actually surprise you, even with all of the adversity they've had to face. All right. Uh, 13 Cardinals tested positive. That's a problem. And I've heard it before. I was actually listening to the Big Swing podcast. Uh, Shout out to the Big Swing podcast, by the way. Cooper Searles, Ross Stripling, great at what they do. And they talked to Buster Olney. And he said it's going to take somebody getting seriously sick, probably, or multiple teams and a big market team to make this stop, to make baseball stop. And so my prediction about a week and a half ago, about a week ago, was the baseball, baseball's got two to three weeks left. And then things are just going to, you know, catch flames. <laughs> I mean, go up in flames. 
and baseball's going to have to stop. Now, I don't want that. I love baseball. But realistically, protocols weren't put into place to make it actually feasible because they're traveling going all over the place and being some some somewhat reckless. So, with that being said, the Cardinals 13 Cardinals testing positive. I don't know how many more teams it's going to take before it's over. I want the baseball season to finish, but I don't think it will. Truthfully, if I put my money on it, I would say no. It's not going to go the full 16. Yes, we've had over um, a fifth of the season over by now, but I just don't see it happening 60 games. All right. Uh, We had an Instagram memorabilia question that we posed both on Instagram and Facebook. I love to hear you guys chime in, so it's really cool. We said, which of these is maybe most valuable? And which of these, you know, what are they? What is it worth? We got a signed Barry Bonds home run ball. Very valuable, but very unspecific, right? So if you just caught, you know, his 93rd Barry Bonds home run ball and he signed it, yes, it's worth a lot of money. The guy's the best hitter ever. And that's not just my opinion. I believe that's the truth. And broke the record for home runs and you got a uh, signed ball from him. Yes, that's absolutely great. But 250 was the going rate. I think that was kind of the consensus in the comment section. And I agree with that because yes, I would pay $250 for this ball if I had the money just laying around. But at the same time, I'm not paying more than that for a signed ball that wasn't significant at the time. An Olympic worn Phelps swim cap. I mean, the guy is the greatest Olympian of all time. And you get his swim cap that was worn there and you can you know you can have that that is huge huge piece of history so to me that's worth up upwards of 10 million dollars because of what we've seen with baseball cards and because of what we've seen with um, Kobe stuff and things like that no Michael Phelps did not die but he has the record for the most golds won by an individual and he's fantastic at what he did and a huge pride piece for the United States. So I would say that's worth upwards of $10 million. Uh, we put Marshawn's gold cleats. Those are controversial, but also he didn't even wear them in the games uh, at the Super Bowl because he they were told that he had to take them off and stuff like that. So they're not really worth that much. But he wore them, and he wore them at the Super Bowl pregame. So I would say they're still worth, you know, 100 bucks. No, I'm sorry, a few hundred bucks because shoes alone are worth 100 bucks. $500, how about that, for Marshawn Lynch uh, gold cleat. Evander Holyfield's piece of his ear, probably the most unique piece of memorabilia. I don't believe that's actually something that people could get or obtain in any way. I don't think that was available to the public. But regardless, that would be worth a lot of money because you're not going to get something like that ever again unless people just keep their body parts after losing them in sports. So I would say that one would be worth about $5 million because it's gross, but it's also a piece of history. And, uh, but just a flash of history, huge piece of history in boxing, but not quite the, the monument of, uh, Michael Phelps. And lastly, the Kobe's iconic jacket after he won, uh, his three Pete and he looked sad in the showers and stuff. Kobe, uh, passed at the beginning of the, of 2020. That was tough for a lot of people. And you start to really know what his icon is. Why is he so famous? Clutch, hard worker, great personality, uh, some turmoil, everybody has that, uh, but champion, winner, right? And charismatic, helpful. 
and just relentless. So Kobe has embodied everything that athletes want to be, and he's just straight iconic, especially in Los Angeles. If you can own the city of Los Angeles, which he did, uh, yeah, your stuff is worth a lot of money. So that one, I think somebody said that would be worth upwards of $50 million. I don't know about that. I would say it'd be tied up there with Michael Phelps, but if I had to choose one of those two pieces, I love Kobe to death, I'd have to go with Michael Phelps's swim cap. It's just It just means too much in history to uh, not get that. All right. So apparently in Italy, they were selling $1 homes, literally worth $1 in United States, uh, in United States dollars, right? And the reason they were doing that was because a huge hurricane hit years and years ago, decades ago, and a lot of people abandoned that town, which is, you know, a small town countryside of Italy. And so they were like, the government's, how do we get people back in here? We want to repopulate this place and the stuff. I mean, it's rough. So you're not going to pay a dollar and get a, a suite, right? You're not going to pay a dollar and get a, a, a resort. You're getting a small room or a small home and it's going to take a lot of money to, to fix it up. But for a dollar, wouldn't it be kind of cool to pay a dollar and then say, oh yeah, I own a home in, in Italy. I mean, I think for the most part, people are just doing that. They're not actually going there and living there. They might go check it out, buy it. Oh, this is cool because we have it. Like we can say we have it. But, uh, you know, the repopulation operation over there, I think that'd be really cool to see that re revived, I guess. Ghost towns are not cool. Ghost towns, that stinks, man. Like just to lose out on that. Okay. Moving on. Ozzy Gian apparently hates Nick Swisher. We're giving you your second soundbite of today's podcast and we're almost done here so just a few more minutes but you got to hear this one because a lot of people always see Nick Swisher as the smiling guy the happy guy bubbly played for the Yankees a lot of fans of Nick Swisher uh myself personally never really been a fan because I'm not a Yankees guy myself but there's a lot of people that just Nick Swisher's a man right so with that being said here is a clip of Ozzy Guillen and his take on uh, on Nick Swisher Oh my God, Nick! Nobody can compare that with Nick Switcher. I, I, I hate Nick Switcher with my heart. Really? Yes. Okay. You want to get into that a little more, or no? No, not really. But I think you hate me back. That's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But yeah, I, can't, yeah. I can't. You guys just didn't get along. Didn't didn't work out. No, no. I know. I, I I never talked to him. I was managing him, but I don't like the way his attitude was all fake. Yeah. And I don't like fake people. All right. So he was only in with the White Sox for one year, and then he moved on. It was one year too long. Okay. And to me, this one is even maybe as or more uncomfortable than the Russell Wilson, Mr. Unlimited, just because of the other guy in the interview here. He's like, oh, do you want to get into it? I mean, the guy feels, I feel like he's nervous. I almost started sweating just hearing him talk. But yeah, Ozzy Guillen hates him. And to say you hate somebody with your whole heart, that that really means something. I mean, you're not just playing around. You hated this guy. Absolutely hated him. And if you're a manager of somebody, typically you have to stand in front of cameras. You have to talk to reporters and you have to say, yeah, you know, he had a bad game or he had a great game. Good job for him. You know, he's been great in the locker room and stuff like that. And you got to talk. Ozzy Guillen doesn't sugarcoat it here, but I feel like this has been pent up hate and anger for some time, right? I mean, you don't just talk about that on TV and just let it happen. I feel like he's just like, you know what? I got to unwind. I'm throwing it out there on the air. And this is on CBS Sports in Chicago. So it's not just a small station he just threw that on or anything like that. It's interesting for sure. 
All right, 66 NFL players opt out of the upcoming season with concerns about the coronavirus. I don't know what's going to happen with the NFL. I don't know exactly how they're going to go about this season. They're not doing a bubble. I've, I know that's something. And they said that they were going to have fans. I think they're going to do away with that, of course, as well, even with the social distancing and protocols and things like that that they wanted to put in place. I think they're going to do away with that as well. So 66 players, though, and some of them are uh, big-name players. I don't know who this hurts the most. I know that it benefits teams that are not very good trying to hold on to or not very high-paid don't have a lot of money that are trying to hold on to their superstars an extra year because it doesn't actually pl- uh, play a role in their contract, right? So if you opt out of this year and you decide, okay, next year I'm coming back because the, I mean, this is a, this is a real reason why you're going to opt out. It's not just, well, I'm opting out because I'm waiting on money or whatever you opt out for the season next year. It's still, it's a replay year, right? So if you had one more year on your contract before free agency, when you opt out the next year you come back, that's still your year left. So I don't know who it benefits or or hurts the most, but I would say that it definitely benefits teams that can't afford some of these big players that are going to want a big contract renegotiation uh, when they, or a bigger contract when they become free agents. So we'll see what happens this year. I do want to see the NFL. It is a great lounging sport. You go into your living room you throw on the TV and you just don't want people talking to you because that's because it's NFL Sunday, baby, right? Or uh, Monday night football or Thursday night football. I don't know. I mean, they're going to take the whole week over probably at some point. I don't know what it's going to take. But guys, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. We hope that you enjoyed it. And if you have any topics or anything that you want us to post up on social media or here on the podcast, definitely hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And for a short period of time still... TikTok. Also, it would be incredible if you spread the word with your friends about this podcast, the All Sports Best Podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. We out. Thanks for listening to the All Sports Best Podcast. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast or Spotify and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter and join the conversation. Till next time, this is the All Sports Best Podcast. Ah!